Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Tara Strong, and you're listening to the Can Bear Podcast. That's right. Hardcore. Make sure you keep listening. You don't want to get pruned. and welcome to another episode of Candare, your tribute to pop culture. I am Jeremy Colley. And I am Jack Doherty. And joining us today, I don't think we've had a guest quite like this before. Uh, Not at all, no. Very original guest. I, puppeteer and content creator, G, to the show. G, thank you so much for being here. Oh, no problem. Thank you for having me. Excited to talk with you a little bit later because seeing, you know, some of the TikToks we've seen with you and uh, your puppet, Fred, very entertaining and uh, interested to find out about the origins of Fred as well. So we'll touch on that a little bit later. But first, in our retro roundtable, we're going to be talking about just some of our favorite puppets in general. Puppets on the brain today, Jack. Mm Mm-hmm. They have been. I've been thinking about which ones are my favorite, I think, all week. I think I I already know know your favorites. You probably do. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I was trying to keep them changed up a little bit, but I don't know. You'll probably guess which ones. I mean, at least one of them. Yeah, I already know. (laughs) So that'll be entertaining. And then after that, we're going to turn our attention over to G and find out more about what she's got going on. But before we do anything, don't forget to find us on Twitter at CandarePod and on Instagram at Cand underscore Air. And if you want to show some support to the show, head over to CandarePodcast.com few different ways you can support us our merch page uh, t-shirts mugs stickers you've heard me say it a million times people that's where all that is and then our patreon page where for five to ten dollars a month gets you access to hours upon hours what three years worth of content at this point at least good god so i mean come on five bucks come on yeah be a dude be a dude bruh (laughs) bruh And what else? Uh, don't forget to find us on evergreenpodcast.com, the Evergreen Podcast Network. We're so very proud to be a part of with so many other great shows. So I think that's everything, right? That's it, yeah. Let's kick it off with this week's Retro Roundtable. It's showtime. Got it, dude. no expense. <laughs> All right. Our favorite puppets. Jack, why don't you kick us off? I'm going to go from, and I, I don't want to say least to most favorite because they're all pretty much equal, I think. But Your top two or three. Yeah. I'd have to say one of them is uh, Ludo from uh, Labyrinth. And I don't think you've, you haven't seen that yet still yet, haven't you? I tried to watch Labyrinth once, and I know it's not a popular opinion, but I just couldn't get into it, man. It's David Bowie, though. That doesn't mean I don't love <laughs> Bowie. That, I mean, you can dislike the project without liking 
without you know having to hate Bowie. Mm-hmm. Who could hate Bowie? Oh, yeah, he couldn't even though he with that hairstyle and <laughs> yeah, tight pants and Space yeah, base modern. <laughs> <laughs> but Ludo, like I know, I don't think I ever realized how he worked as a puppet until we were talking not too long ago about uh, the guy that that drove uh, Big Bird. How he oh, actually uh, worked, Carol Spinning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I ever realized that he was only just like a static one armed puppet. While yeah, the puppeteer did his mouth and then his other arm always. It was done so well that you really you don't even notice. I don't know if it's in like all all the years of Big Bird, but I know in like some of the more recent years with him, there's a really thin, almost like fishing wire line that runs from either the other arm, like up to the head and down to the other arm. So if he wanted to, he can kind of make it like flop out or something. Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can make it move to some degree, but obviously you can't articulate. Like you couldn't pick some shit up with it. Right. You know? <laughs> But yeah, because Carol Spinney, man, that what he had, there was a little tiny TV in there, like a little monitor. So crazy. Looking at that from where his eyes were too, right? Were they, were they like periscope like that or was it just straight through? No, it was like the cameras that were filming the show. He was watching himself from the audience. I thought that was a monitor so he could see where he was at in space. No, there may have been like some mesh or something he could have could see i don't know but from what i understood the only way he ever knew where he was going was watching that monitor and you know if he wants to go left you know it's not easy to do that's like sitting there looking at the monitor right now and me trying to yeah it's gotta be pretty difficult pat you in the head i guess (laughs) (laughs) maybe a little bit easier than than what carol spinney had to do but (laughs) we can relate but he also had his lines like on sheets like pinned to the inside of that thing that's crazy i can't can't imagine and not even especially the stamina in your arm too to be Holding oh, your yeah. arm straight up. Oh, my You've God. You've got like an armathy, like just one <laughs> yeah. great big buff arm. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, good pick, though. All right, G, how about you? Favorite puppets from pop culture? I would have to say my favorite pick would be uh, Grover. From I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I just always gravitated towards Grover. He always got the short end of the stick all the time. And I don't know. I just kind of identified with that. But it was also uh, from the Labyrinth was the next one. Kind of uh, inspiration for Fred, too. When I was small and I was watching uh, when I was watching Labyrinth, I don't know. There was just something about Ludo that just that sweet personality. And when I was making Fred, I kind of took a little bit of Ludo and put him into Fred. But I, I was going to give him horns, but I thought now nah, it's going to look too much like him. I want to, you know, have him look identical to Ludo in any way. Sure, I I have no idea what a Ludo is. What the hell does it look like? He was. <laughs> I have to pull him up for you real quick. <laughs> okay. He had like ram horns. He's a huge, big, brown, beastly, bulging guy. Uh, yeah, kind of hunched over. Yeah, I, I'll probably know it when I see it, but. Hopefully I can spell it right. I was going to say, how do you even spell Ludo? <laughs> Keep accidentally pulling up the Lido shuffle. Pulling up Ludlow. I don't know what that is. All right. Well, fuck it. We'll just move on. Big hairy thing with horns. <laughs> you keep going and I'll, 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 I'll search. It's okay. your turn anyway. <laughs> okay. So my pick is going to have to be the Banthas from Star Wars because it always perplexed mm-hmm. me. Like, how are they doing that? Like, how many people are inside that thing? Or like Snuffleupagus from Sesame Street. Same kind of thing, I would imagine. You know, I, I've always been curious on how that's done. I would imagine, like, the head part. There's got to be two people, right? 
Banthas are elephants. What? I would They're imagine elephants. so. They're just elephants dressed up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's no fucking way. Except for way. maybe uh, if it's a close-up shot, like when uh, in the book of Boba Fett, when he was brushing their teeth or picking their teeth. That was probably a big, just a, a big puppet head, but yeah, they're they're pretty much elephants. Well, I know they. That's Ludo. Wow. Oh yeah. I had no idea. There is no way <laughs> they dressed up. fucking elephants oh, up. Cute. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way they dressed up elephants. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm. I'm positive. Have you heard this, G? No, this is the first time I'm hearing of this. I had no clue. See, now you got me diving. <laughs> Oh, there isn't. Uh, that I seem like it seems like the EPA would be all over that shit, but maybe not back in the day. Uh, in the desert, putting a big old furry coat on a giant elephant. Uh, it's gonna take it's just like long. Lord of the Rings that the horses and stuff they had crazy outfits on those too for the the Asgold or whatever they were called. Yeah, but Banthas didn't have fucking trunks, so were they like tying the trunk back to the elephant's head? Like <laughs> I tucking it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't see it. I'm going to have to research that, and not when we're sitting here recording a show. It's because true. The few times I've I've just tried to search it, nothing nothing close to what I want comes up. But at the same, okay, what about Snuffleupagus? That wasn't a fucking elephant. I don't know how he was run. I, I no imagine idea. the front half of him had to have been very much Carol Spinney, like where there was one arm doing the trunk, because that trunk always oh, was yeah. swaying and moving, yeah. right? Yeah, I think there was two people controlling him, if I recall correctly, two or three, maybe. Maybe I don't know. I mean, they're just. I just imagine like two guys putting on a horse costume. You know, like the one guy puts on the back legs and bends forward, and while... hugs the other one in front of him. But I'm sure the Henson Workshop uh, <laughs> probably did a little bit better than that. She might have been three because his eyes blinking and looking around, and his well, that's mouth true. I and his, his trunk. Yeah, it could have been. That's probably why he wasn't around that often. It's too too cumbersome <laughs> to put on. I don't want to do snuff up against this week. Come on. <laughs> the budget isn't going to cover three puppeteers for one character this week. Yeah. <laughs> this is PBS after all. <laughs> <laughs> These old people aren't donating. <laughs> Nobody wants a tote bag with a $50 donation. <laughs> all right. That brings us back around to Jack. Oh, next one is Pilot. The Pilot from farscape that was the name of it yeah I've he was never... the i've talked about him a couple of times he was a giant puppy he's got multiple arms he's actually it's a living ship and he is symbiotic to it to where he can communicate with it hmm. and then fly the ship around basically as soon as he's born they get connected and they're there for life but he was always just the coolest the coolest looking puppet just the way he worked what did he look like i'm getting ready to pull him up yeah, but for the listeners, uh, it kind of like a big, like a plate type head, you know, like f at least four arms. I think you never really got to see his whole body. Kind of like uh, Master Splinter, so you wouldn't see Kevin clash his hand up his ass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what he looked like. He kind of looks like a Independence Day uh, alien meets yeah. Cad Bane. Yep, I think that being a Henson creation, they a little more. Easier on the eyes, I guess, instead of so much being so scary. Do you know what it looks like, G? Have you ever watched Farscape? No, I've never actually seen Farscape. Good show. Now so you got good. me interested, though, because I want to watch it just to see this. <laughs> <laughs> it was an awesome show. It should have never been canceled. How long was it on? Uh, I think it was on a season, and then... That doesn't bode well. The second season, they ended up 
cutting it short. The fans uproared, <laughs> and then they did a like a movie, I think, that kind of picked up where they left off and finished it, and then they did like a miniseries movie that finished the whole story altogether. But that was another time that the fans won and got their way. Is it another? Is it like a? Uh, is it like in space kind of shit? Yep. Again. Yeah, it was a, an astronaut from Earth got sucked through a wormhole, traveled to the other <laughs> side of the galaxy, ran into a ragtag bunch of other aliens, and then they stole <laughs> this ship. Ugly fucking aliens. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Pilot from Farscape. He was one of my favorites. All right, cool. And G, we are back to you. I got to go with Animal. That's that's the next mm. one. <laughs> I don't know. His taste of music was always just so great. And not to mention the hair and just his whole attitude was just so free spirited. So I was like, yeah, why not? Yeah. I don't know. I, I remember when I was a kid, though, I'd be running through the house pretending I was an animal. My parents were always just so ticked at me for even like, just <laughs> running around going, ah, and just banging on random stuff. May want to yeah, play drums. I've heard a song that him singing a Bohemian Rhapsody. And it's just what? mama. Oh, oh yeah. mama. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> he's definitely entertaining. You just he's wonder. Hell of a drum player, too. You're right. And oh, yeah. seemingly oh, yeah, he's just like flailing around back <laughs> yeah. there and just a whirlwind of <laughs> arms and legs and hair. My uh, Some of my friends are, okay, you know, you remember Nathaniel. Mm -hmm. His wife uh, is a huge Muppets fan. And over the years, she has got uh, the actual, uh, like, reproductions of the actual puppets. Get out. Oh. They're incredible. I mean, they're about, what, two, three feet tall? Mm -hmm. and, wow. and she pulled out, maybe it was it was Animal or Gonzo. Either way, they have these, like, real fine, like, feathery, like, tufts and stuff on them that, yeah. like, Looks like with one touch of like the grease from someone's hand, it would just ruin it. It's like, I don't even want to get close to these <laughs> things. They're too beautiful. I'll just look at them from across the room kind of thing. But yeah, I can't That's imagine. That's the same thing that Fred has on his ears too. It's very sensitive. I Yeah, I would imagine so. I'd be so afraid every time I got him out that I, I'm going to fuck it up. I'm going to mess it up. <laughs> but see, you built him so you know how to fix him if so. so you know, I, I don't have those kind of skills. An extra sitting around. Yeah, I've had to repair him way too many times. I think a total of maybe 32 times I've had to repair him and do like major repairs because like his arm has fallen off. His jaw came apart. His head fell off. Oh, my <laughs> God. Guy. You see better days. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to talk about him. I'm very excited to talk about him. Was there anything else on Animal, G? No, just the fact that I I just wanted to be Animal so bad. <laughs> Who the hell doesn't? Who doesn't? He's the coolest dude. Um, one of my picks is going to have to be... Uh, I was fascinated when I saw this, and it doesn't even really come from anything other than like YouTube videos I saw, and I'm pretty sure it was in Japan where they had built like a two to three story tall marionette of a little girl and they had it on a crane and they were walking it up the street. I think I've seen that. Have you ever seen that? I think her so. mouth was moving, her eyes were blinking and she was like looking down at by it might have been like a parade or something. Mm -hmm. But it was so freaking cool. It reminded me a lot years later, uh I know I haven't seen the whole thing, but this was it Squid Games, is that what it's called? Yes. Yeah. That big girl who's leaned up against the tree and then they're playing head, the red light green light yeah, yeah. Her head spins around it, it looked a lot like her mm -hmm. which now would be horrifying to see her walking <laughs> down the street but, you know then it was acceptable <laughs> marionettes i think gave me nightmares oh i don't even want to think about it <laughs> oh yeah 
It, and it was so cool because she looked like she was alive. It just wasn't like a lifeless face staring forward, being, you know, mechanically walked down the street. Like her head was looking down at people watching her and blinking and shit. Like it, it you watch it long enough and it freaks you out. Mm, it would, yeah. Especially yeah, if you were there. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a big old wimp. I don't know. There's something about puppets and me and their feet that it doesn't work right for me. I don't know why. I've seen the whole body of a puppet. It just doesn't work for me for some reason. I don't know what it is. What do you mean? I don't know. I don't what you mean. Not that it takes me oh, out yeah. of it. I'm kind of curious. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like seeing, okay, Miss Piggy and Kermit. Pedaling a bicycle. Oh, yeah. That kind of thing. I mean, maybe it's just because I was always so used to seeing them chest high always. But then seeing them feet, their feet and walking around, it just, it's not anything with a foot finish type thing. <laughs> oh, I want to fuck that frog's foot. <laughs> There's three toes on there. I'm getting in between one of them. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was, um, that's a brilliant feat of puppeteering. I mean, what oh, was God, that? When was, was yeah. that movie made? That uh, was. 80, 81, something like that. Maybe. It was Muppets in Manhattan. I pretty, I think. Just a Muppet movie. Oh, was it the? Yeah, it was the Muppet movie. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah it was early eighties. And I still, to this day, couldn't tell you. I couldn't even begin to try to explain how they did that because mm -mm. it looks seamless. It looks like those damn things are right. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, you'd, you'd almost like want to think, well, maybe they just got you know s small people and put them in there, but. Kermit, I mean, his legs are like toothpicks. Like, how do you do that? It's ghost rider that shit. I, I don't <laughs> just know. pushing it. All right, we're gonna get get the shot. Let go. <laughs> Maybe just hope they both ran straight tandem. <laughs> How many shots that must have taken? <laughs> Where are we at here? I think we can uh, go around one more time. Though I'm really kind of out. What do you got? The Swedish Chef. Fuck, I'm out. Was that yours? Yeah. Oh, was that one that you thought I would? Yeah. Be? Oh, okay. But I thought we could talk about it tandemly. I used the word again. So close to it again. All right, go ahead. What else is there to say other than the Swedish chef? Well, just the fact that he's not your your average puppet. And there's, you know, Grover, Kermit. A lot of them puppets are just a hand up the ass. But th let's think about the Swedish chef. Both of his hands are somebody's real hands. That's one thing and that then was always And then there's a third cool running the head. So yeah. how is that twister game happening, you know, underneath the table? <laughs> I wonder if it's the same person's hands. Like, it's one person running his head and then somebody else's hands. Well, yeah, but I just wonder, like, how they successfully pull that off. I mean, there's got to be... I don't know. I would imagine the person running the head is under the table with the arm straight up, and then the other guy sits behind that arm. You know. I don't know. Most, most of them usually it was one running the head and one hand, and then someone else did another hand. hand yeah. How are you going to do that with... Swedish chef, though. I mean, both his hands were working together, like picking up shit, bowls, like, and uh, was it uh, whose line is anyway when they do the one skit where they stand there and tie their hands behind their back and then the other yeah, person the comes up behind? It'd have to be something like that. You just have to be good at the craft uh, and know what you're oh, doing. I didn't even think about it like that. Yeah, I might actually be that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Where's I wonder the if the guy was, running the head, though. I don't know if it was the same the same person's hands because what if you know you got one guy with a big been, arm, so you gonna have two dudes hand. like bellied up, <laughs> like with one arm. <laughs> no personal space down there, man. You have to be, know your know your neighbor and be cool with hanging out. Yeah, so if close it was to like him. two pe two different people's like arms, like they'd be pressing pickle with each other, like <laughs> up behind them, like, doing it. Like, like I need a different job on this show, man. Like this isn't working out. <laughs> 
<laughs> keeps bumping into me and I don't like it. One day one of them gets an erection, the other one's like, I'm out, I'm done. <laughs> Put me on the bird, I'll do whatever. I'm just not yeah. doing that. <laughs> oh shit. Okay, that was that was you. Gee, how about you? Next favorite puppet. Oh, oh boy. Um I have to go with Kermit. I know I'm going a lot with like Sesame Street and Muppets. It's kind of like what I grew up with. But the reason for Kermit he was kind of like the pioneer of the field. And that's just so like a really cool thing that, you know, it was what Jim Henson created or helped create. And it just kind of made or paved the way for like other puppets and Muppets mm -hmm. and just, just all kinds of creativity flowing. I don't know. It's just, it was, I love Kermit. Does anybody know the origin of his name? Oh my God. No, I do not. I mean, I've seen like footage of him before there was ever Selling like coffee and, and cigarettes. It was actually, I want to say it was a, the gentleman who was working with him. His name was actually Kermit and he named his puppet after Kermit. So there's, oh. he's actually made a couple of guest stars or appearances on some shows. And um, I think it was like maybe one or two movies that Henson did. Very old gentleman, white hair. If you ever look back and find him, you'll see him. And it's, hmm. I don't know, it's so cool. It's yeah. like, hmm. that was the origin of him. <laughs> that is cool though. I know I've seen all the old black and white commercials selling coffee or something like that. They were really violent and morbid almost before you got into the Sesame Street. There was some other like public funding some or some kind of children's show that they did was all black and white. And Kermit was there with some other puppets that ended up not making the cut, you know. But um, And I can't even remember if they called him Kermit on there or not. But, you know, it's definitely the same style of puppet. They yeah. crudely made Kermit the Frog, mm -hmm. but... And Jim's voice, voice in him, which was yeah. pretty distinct. And it's funny if you go back and watch footage of Jim Henson being interviewed. I mean, Kermit like wasn't a hard voice for him to no. do. He just made it a little bit oh, higher, yeah. you know. I mean, <laughs> his normal voice was Kermit. Yeah, yep. it was crazy. And I can't remember the name of the guy uh, who did it after him, but he was damn good too. The guy they have now sounds too deep. He sounds yeah, uh, it doesn't sound right. No, no, he doesn't. I think I could do a better job than that. Probably, dude. yeah. But who's to say? Hey, you should give it a shot. <laughs> <laughs> On the spot. Kermit the Frog here. How's that? <laughs> that was pretty good. For the first try. That was pretty yeah. good. Kermit the Frog. Uh, do, I get to, do I get the job? Do the... Yay! <laughs> <laughs> waka, waka. I used oh. to be able to do the Muppets pretty well. <laughs> I used to be able to even do Miss Piggy, but then I, you know, got older and shit. <laughs> I do the same shit with my voice. So anyway, I guess I don't have really another favorite, but one puppet that I never even knew was really a puppet was in uh, Star Wars uh, Return of the Jedi when Lando's flying the Millennium Falcon and you have nine numb he was a puppet uh, yeah that I never knew that until we had Mike Quinn on actually yeah he ran him yeah yeah oh, I forgot he he actually worked for uh, Henson yeah yeah he did a lot in Fraggle Rock too that was such a cool story because how was it like it's so cool doing this show because finding out how people get to where they are is always different and his story for how he got to work with uh, the Henson Company was he found out that they were filming one of those movies, if not the Muppet movie, down the road mm -hmm. or on the other side of town from where he already lived. And that he also knew that Jim Henson's birthday was coming up. So he went and got a birthday card, addressed it to him and went down there and pestered the people until he could get to him to give it to him. 
and then said, Hey, can Aww. I have a job? You know, like <laughs> that's pretty much how it happened. That's how he got started. You know, wow, it's incredible. Just on a, 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 a whim and a prayer, you know, that shit doesn't work anymore. No, I would say not. No, <laughs> I would say not. It was a different time, wasn't it? <laughs> you run around all kind of movie sets with birthday cards. <laughs> yeah, you just have a whole case full of them. <laughs> all right. Any other picks before we move on? Sweetums. He was one of my favorites too. Oh man, Sweetums. just because he was so huge, but he was never around very much, and he didn't say much too often. Years ago, I, I think it's long gone, but there used to be a 3D Muppet Theater experience at Epcot. I think it was at Disney. And uh and mind you, this has been Oh, I know. You've told twenty three years ago. Yeah. And you know, you've got glasses on and you're watching, you know, the things on the screen pop out, but like there's a balcony seat where the the two old men are sitting and they're like razzing it and it's, they're like real puppets up yeah. there, like given whatever they're seeing shit as they do. But then during the show, like a real Sweetums came running up the aisle and like through the audience. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I know it's like a kid's cartoony kind of a character, but I'm about to shit myself. He's huge. He gets too close. Yeah. It's horrifying. Giant head and huge feet. Yes. Yep. Big yellow eyes, right? Didn't he have? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm. And those big old bottom teeth. Yeah, that, and... that would definitely give you nightmares for years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> all righty. Anything else before we moved on? Nope, that's all I got. Well, we're going to jump to a quick commercial break, and when we return, we're going to be talking with G. Stick around. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Alex Hasty, the host of Ohio vs. the World, an American history podcast. On Ohio vs. the World, we'll travel back in time with the authors, historians, and even witnesses to visit the most exciting, consequential, and too often overlooked topics that have shaped America's history. There seems to be an Ohio connection to so many important moments. When you said uh, Ohio versus the world, we did some damage. So join us and we'll take a deep dive to enlighten, educate, and entertain you as Ohio vs. the World makes history fun again. All right, we are back from commercial and once again joined by puppeteer and content creator G. Thank you so much for being here. We hope you're having a good time. I'm having a great time. Thank you for having me. Good, good. So, you know, tell us about yourself. Jack kind of introduced us uh, to who you are and like your, your TikTok and seeing what you do with your puppet Fred. And it's very entertaining. Looks like it's a lot of fun, but I'm um, just very curious as to uh, who you are. How did you get into puppeteering? What what's what sparked this interest for you? It pretty much started at a very young age. I was probably like right around five or six. And uh, I was living over in Germany at the time. So my dad decided to record a whole bunch of like Jim Henson movies and just just throw them on the TV because it was just BBC at the time. Mm -hmm. So I would sit there for hours on end just watching the same thing over and over again. And it was just watching that. That's something just sparked in me. And I was just like, I want to do this for a living. But I never really pursued it. And it I ended up um, having kids at a very young age, so I wasn't able to really go to college 
I wasn't really able to do much with my life except just go to work and take care of sure. them. It just kind of progressed over the years. I, I started doing more with my art um, because I also paint, draw, I do graphic design, really? all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I do a little bit of everything. <laughs> I can even fix trade. a car, too. I don't know. I'm just like a Now a that's a valuable talent right there, let me tell you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, it wasn't until it was after my... Um, my last relationship, it was, uh, it was a pretty abusive one. It was, it was bad. And I, oh, it's okay. You know what? It's one of those things where I take it as a learning lesson and I try to, I guess, see the silver lining. And and the silver lining was that I was able to find myself again. Mm -hmm. And I was able to take my, my creative talents and actually put it to some kind of really good use that I really enjoyed. And it was just one night I was cooking and I just happened to grab one of those oven mitts and I just drew little eyes on it when I was just like, you know, what happens if I just make a puppet? I've been wanting to do this ever since I was a kid and I would just go around the house and I was just teasing my kids like, oh, here comes the oven mitt. And <laughs> they didn't find it very funny. They would just give me really awful looks. But it, that's pretty much where it initially actually began. Now, when it comes to like social media, ever since YouTube first came around, I've always wanted to be on YouTube. That was like my goal. I just wanted to be out there for people to see me, but I never had the courage to do it because I, my social anxiety is really bad. <laughs> like it's, it's very hard for me to talk to people. <laughs> Welcome to the club. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're all a little bit uh, on that, on that line. <laughs> sure. Especially Absolutely. with COVID. Oh, after COVID, which is just real bad, but yeah, it made all um, of us anyway, inverse, so, didn't it? It was about, yeah, because it was about that time that I just, I don't know, one day I just woke up after playing with that oven mitt and I just said, you know what, I'm just going to go down to Joanne's. And I took, you know, some of the last $50 that was in my account, got a few supplies and I just literally made the head. And I sat with the head for about a week in my house and I'm just staring at his head. And I'm like, well, I got to eventually make him a body now. <laughs> so about three weeks goes by and I, and my hands were covered in blisters from the hot glue because he's all made with just basic fur foam and just some feathers and paint. And that's pretty much it. But I used a hot glue gun to put them together and he's not sewed at all. Nope. He's just all made with hot glue. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so in the, in the puppet we're talking about is your cohort, uh, puppet cohort, Fred, correct? That is correct. Yes. So tell us about how, how long did it take to make Fred and, and like what, I mean, how did you learn how to make a puppet? Because I wouldn't know where the hell to begin, to be honest with you. Did you <laughs> do a lot of research on it or did you just kind of start experimenting and go with it? I just watched a few YouTube videos on how to do no sew puppets. And at that point I was just like, well, I'm just going to see where I go. Cause I, just picked up a glue gun and I when I first initially made him it he was just a complete mess like his body was so not proportionate and he had little tiny stick arms I don't know if you could go back to like my first video he had like the little stick arms and after that first video I just threw him on the floor and I was like I can't do this I can't do this with stick arms it's just terrible <laughs> yeah so I went ahead and my first making of him he didn't have a bottom half of him it was literally just the top half because i didn't know if i was actually going to go anywhere with it and my first three my first couple of videos i think it was my first three videos went viral 
which was kind of strange for me because I just got on social media and I was so just yeah. like, what am I doing? <laughs> oh, God, it was awful. <laughs> Looking back on it now, I wouldn't change it for the world. I mean, just my experiences and all the connections I've made with people, right. it's just so amazing. And then just putting smiles on people's faces. But I will say the most challenging part of putting him together was his body. I initially would go up through the bottom half of him, like going pretty much essentially just going up his ass. And then um, <laughs> it just didn't feel right. I felt so dirty doing it. So you apologize I every time. Put the hole in his back. It's like fucking deliverance every time you want to do something. <laughs> it, was, it was just a lot of trial and error making him. It wasn't just until recently that I just kind of revamped the face. I painted the inside of his mouth because his mouth was actually like coming apart and I had to figure a way to reinforce it. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I literally, I don't have any experience doing this. This was my first major attempt at building a public uh, puppet. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> took me about three weeks and I was done with the initial part of them at least. But I will say a whole, almost a whole year, I'm still like doing alterations to him, do, changing the way he looks. So you said that you've been doing this for about a year then? It's been a year since Fred was first uh, conceived? Yep, it's been almost a year. I think it'll be in March, it'll be a full year that I've been doing this. Wow. Crazy. Congrats. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so is, is Fred your only puppet or is like he the only Fred? Have you done any like Fred 2.0s or anything like that? Or, is, or do, you, do you just keep... Like doing, the, like working on the same puppet to perfection. There's another puppet. <laughs> I was um, going to say, I think I know which one. <laughs> uh, it's a sock. To, and to put it in very light terms, um, it started out as a gag where I just incorporated a sock into some videos and it just turned into his jack-off sock. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> You probably didn't and come across any of those ones. Or no, I didn't see that video. <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple of them. Oh, shit. That's funny. <laughs> Fred has a jerk but off. But yeah, the, the sock was just totally by accident. That one was not supposed to be <laughs> So does the sock have like a, a, a name like Jock the Jerk Off Sock or something like that? Like, Or is it just a sock that... It's just sock. That's okay. it. Just sock. <laughs> okay yeah. man all right well you know i haven't seen uh, uh all of your videos but what i have seen looks like you're uh either like lip syncing or with him or yourself like are doing dialogue from a film back and forth or you're like listening to a song and using him to sing stuff like that which is very entertaining but I, i'm very curious like do you do any like uh, ventriloquism kind of stuff is are you kind of working toward that like does he have a voice i guess right now he does not initially it started out where i wanted to make a puppet that kind of represented me okay. uh, i always had problems communicating with people was never diagnosed with anything but i wanted to make him in that sense kind of just like he couldn't talk and he would only communicate through me. And then oh, okay. as the weeks went by, months went by, I um, kind of started of changing my mind. I was trying to do some type of ventriloquism, but <laughs> I can't get that deep in it. So it's just, it's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> but I have been in talks with a few people, you know, just trying to see if I can give him a voice, but I don't, it's one of these things. I'm not really sure if I want to give him a voice because right. 
everybody that follows me has a different way and how he sounds in their head. And right. I don't want to shatter that illusion. Sure. So I don't know if he'll ever have a voice. That makes sense, though. I mean, he doesn't have to have a voice to have personality, to have attitude. And that personality and attitude has already been uh, established in, you know, what you've been doing with him. So giving him any kind of voice, I see what you mean, would would probably change the perception of that character to the people who've been watching. Oh, yeah, it, it definitely would. That's something I don't want to do. <laughs> yeah. See, I wouldn't make kinda, a good puppeteer. I wouldn't be good at it. Kind of like in uh, Seinfeld when everyone was going to find out what Kramer's first name was, and then you find out it was Cosmo. Yes. <laughs> and Cosmo. some people were like, what the hell? And, and some people were like, hey, yeah, it fits. And some I were think indifferent. it fits. Uh, yeah, it fit. It was kind of weird getting used to them calling him Cosmo, but it had to be yeah, but it wasn't the like same all for the time. Them. It's no. not like they started calling him Cosmo. Hey, from Cosmo! Because didn't he hate it too? He'd get all pissed off when they'd say it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you've had some attention from some pretty big bands, haven't you? Through through your yeah. uh, Fred and G uh, antics. It actually so it started with Right Said Fred. Of all the bands that first noticed me, they were one of the first, and they liked and commented on one of the videos that I did. What? Fred did a I'm Too Sexy, and he had his sock, and he's just rubbing it up and down himself. <laughs> yeah. I had my neighbor actually standing outside just staring at me, thinking I was probably losing my damn mind. But <laughs> That's how you know you're onto something. We've we've That's been right. there. Uh, yeah, oh, There's yeah. times we film stuff outside here, and we're like, "Uh, I hope the neighbors aren't watching." But well, shit, when I was in that whole costume doing that damn commercial outside my building. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Didn't you say you or somebody or Alex or Mike said that like people were like kind of like starting to gather around and watch you? Like, yeah, there's a lot of people. The fuck are people they drive going? through the parking lot with their phone up, people staring out the windows <laughs> like. What are all these superhero people doing outside like in the quad? Are we in danger? <laughs> Something about They're to happen. Filming a movie. <laughs> I'm sorry though. Go, go ahead. Oh no, you're all good. It's been a little bit of everything. I got um, let's see, Psycho Stick follows me. I have I've gotten attention from Lamb of God. Oh, wow. Oh boy. Uh, Dosman Saint Marie, I think, is another one. Um, Lionheart. There's like a whole bunch of them, but the biggest one was uh, Metallica. Oh, um, <laughs> sweet! Yeah. That is so cool. Hell yeah! Oh my god! Like I, we were, all, I was always like a big fans of them, but um, I just in a whim, I just decided I was gonna do one of their songs, which I did, and I did it, and they commented on it. And I about lost my mind. I was screaming, running through the house, and like, oh my god, it's coming out of my video. Wasn't the their new single? Point, what was that? Was it the the new single they just came out with? Is that the first time that they ever commented? No, it's actually. Um, oh my god, I'm drawing a blank. It's um the King song. Oh my god, King I'm nothing. sorry. King nothing. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we did King nothing, and it was about a week after I posted it. They commented on it, and I didn't even tag them in there, but they just found my video and they asked, "Where's your crown, Fred?" And I'm like, "Oh my god, I have to respond to this." <laughs> so. <laughs> the next day I ran out to Joanne's and I picked up some uh, polymer clay and a whole bunch of fabric and some paints. And I came home and I made Fred this like crazy looking crown. It kind of had like tentacles and like little spiders on there. It was just something I just kind of threw together and I glued it to the top of his head. And then I made him a robe. And just by chance, well, I have, um, it's a replica of one of the guitars 
Oh, really? I'm sorry, I'm drawing a blank right now. <laughs> You're okay. One of, uh, who's, is it James or James, Kurt? yeah, it was uh, one of James Hetfield's guitars, and I used that as the prop, and... He plays uh, Jackson guitars, right? I want to say yes. I think he does. It sounds right. Let I can't me, think offhand, though. Let me take to the internet, but continue, G. But yeah, I uh, so I went ahead, I did the video, and I didn't think that they were even going to respond to it but yeah it was just me in this this green gown and we had the red backdrop and i was just like we just went to one of their songs and just lip synced it and they came back and responded and they're like that's more like it and i was like oh my god <laughs> oh that's <laughs> cool the follow-up <laughs> as time went on i kind of started noticing they were liking just some of my random videos that had nothing to do with them and I was like, I see what they're doing. I think they're my, they just might be watching me. They just might be. And I, you know, uh, when their first single for their new album came out, I went ahead and it was right about the time I was, I was mid break. I wasn't even supposed to return from my break because I took about, it was about, about two months. I had to just take away from being on TikTok. It was just a little bit too much for me having to take care of my four kids and then, you know, do my couple of jobs. And I was just like, I can't do this right now. I have to just focus on, you know, my family. Sure. But yeah, when that song came out, I just grabbed Fred. We went straight out to the car and just started recording and just went ahead and posted. Next thing I know, people are like sending me messages left, right. They're like, Oh my God, you have to get on Metallica's page. And I'm like, Oh God, why? What's going on? And they reposted my video. And I'm ah. wow. like, just, <laughs> I was so ecstatic about that. I was just so flattered that they thought, you know, my work was that good that they put it on their page. Hell yeah. I would be just as excited as you. That's awesome. I'd be showing everybody. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look at this, Metallica. This you bet mine. your ass. I'd, <laughs> absolutely. I'd print the screen and make t-shirts out of it. Like, oh, man. I what was, was also uh, cool, too, was that. Sorry, didn't mean to cut you no, off. No, go for um, it. Go ahead. Somebody had left a comment on one of the videos that I did. I was just lip syncing the corn with Fred. And they just said, get that dumbass puppet out of there or something along those lines. And I was stewing on that for days. I was so mad. I was like, why would you do this? Because I, I kind of see Fred as a little human now, or a little human monster, I must of say. Of course. I just decided to make a video. And nowhere in that video were they tagged in it. But um, they went to the main comment section of the thread and kind of went for the guy who <laughs> made the comments. Mm -hmm. It was like they were kind of sticking up for me. And I just, I don't know, that felt really cool that, you know, yeah. a big band is, you know, still out there looking out for their fans. Metal badasses at that. Say, Legendary yeah, metal badasses got your back. The metal who community has always got your back, no matter what. They all, everyone's, they're always hard and scary sometimes, but in the end, they're Full of right love. there with you. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I was, um, I don't think I'm totally incorrect. I swear I saw him play Jackson guitars before, but it says uh, that Hetfield's main guitar from the early days was a Flying V copy made in Japan by Elektra, which is modified with a uh, Seymour Duncan Invader pickup. Okay, I don't need that much detail. Yeah, I was gonna, then he switched right. to a Gibson Explorer model. But mm. I, I know I've seen him play Jackson guitars, right? I had to. They're very distinct looking. I'd have to see one then then be able to, to decide but i know uh, definitely the flying the early v. Days, maybe. i'm getting too hung up on this <laughs> i think it would have been early days like master of puppets era kind of stuff just let it go it's not <laughs> jackson sorry fuck. <laughs> i gotta be right i know i'm right <laughs> <laughs> 
So as far as uh, Fred goes, as far as your content creating goes, uh, what do you see down the road looking like for you? Are you just wanting to keep growing uh, Fred and G? Are you wanting to branch out into other puppets? Are you like thinking maybe maybe you would like to work at the Henson uh, Company? What, what, what are your plans? Well, working at the Henson Company would just be a dream come true. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't even care about like, puppets myself, no, and I would say yes. I, I will just start tomorrow. <laughs> I'll sweep the floor. Sure, I don't right? care. Yes. <laughs> I honestly just see myself just continuing this. I'm just very content being on TikTok. I know it's not anything like you know major, but just what? the fact that the people <laughs> that I talk to, they're like, "You brought a smile to my face." You know, I was having a bad day, and I came across your video. And it just made me feel so much better. And it's just my followers. It's like I, I want to be there for them, just like Fred wants to be there for them. And I don't know. I, I kind of want to, you know, get into more puppets and do more puppetry work. Um, I would love to do this professionally someday. But I kind of just see myself at the moment for a while doing this. What sure. would be really freaking cool is if a band would get get me and Fred into like a music video because we kind of do like a spinoff of uh, MTV and we call it Fred TV. Mm -hmm. oh, and okay. we do our, yeah, we kind of do our own little music videos. They're just, you know, super short and sweet, but mm -hmm. uh, that would be really cool to be in a music video. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just agreeing because, and you've got your foot in several doors. Yeah, so serious. it's not like it's impossible, <laughs> <Right>? you know? <laughs> And the videos, they they could easily have been on MTV back in the day. The quality of them is is that good, I think. What's the what her videos? Her videos, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of editing that goes into those on a single video, um, kind of like the uh, the cranberries video that I did. That took me, geez, I want to say probably about a good two weeks to put together. That's including the you know just doing the filming, the editing, the music. It was there was a lot that just went into that like little two minute clip, and that's why I don't do too many of them. I would like to do more, but because of how TikTok pushes out my videos, I not many of my followers get to see the music videos, and it's kind of a shame because I want everybody just to at least see them. You do all the editing on your phone? Yeah, yeah, that's all the crazy. editing is just on my phone. I. <laughs> I don't have a laptop, so it's just, yeah, it's all just on the iPhone. Um, I did recently upgrade to a GoPro, which I don't know why I didn't find that sooner because that has just really made my content look a lot better, but I just use CapCut. That's it. Wow. God, I, uh, I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> maybe I'm just <laughs> maybe I'm just old and crusty, but how do you get your uh, footage from your GoPro to your phone? Uh, there's a wireless feature, um, on the app itself. You just connect to it through Bluetooth and you can actually just download the entire file to your phone. Oh, and for just even like about, I, it has an app. Hmm. I've just never used yeah. it. I just, I, I'm old. <laughs> it's like, oh, there's a oh, red so button. Right. That's how you record. I figured it out. <laughs> I'll have to look into that. Sorry. Just make sure you have a lot of space on your phone because just for like a like a two minute clip, it's like almost a gigabyte. Holy shit! That's at yeah. 4K for I'm you. I'm constantly having to delete stuff. I'm assuming you have a much newer GoPro than I do. Are you able to take away that like hardcore fisheye lens and like get something that doesn't make everything look like it's curving? You're looking through There's a peephole. The, and I think it's the yeah. linear feature that's on there, 
and it doesn't do it so bad, but with a lot of the videos I do, I have to do the, the fisheye lens or the wide lens just oh. because I have to be able to get both of us into the shot. So yeah, it doesn't look the greatest, but it works. I'm not saying that with your content. I mean, your content <laughs> looks awesome. I'm just saying anytime I've used my GoPro, I, I always wonder if there was a way to turn that off. I guess I'm just using this opportunity sitting here with someone else who has a GoPro to help me figure out how to use my stuff, G. Will you read the instructions to me? <laughs> I'll, you know, I'll say, though, a lot of it is done in editing because um, the way I do it with CapCut, I can kind of take away some of that, you know, how the lens bends or I'll use like other apps to do it. But hmm. it's it's pretty simple, kind of once you you know find the right ones to use to fix that distortion. I'll have to look into that. But hey, you know what? Me, me I'm being... not that much help. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, you actually are. You've given me a lot to think about. But um, I'm I'm still befuddled, and it's probably just easier for me. I, I feel bad that I'm taking away from the attention on you to figure out my uh, how my... to use this video. Oh equipment. no, you're fine. How do you use this little magic boxy thing? Well, what's this button do? <laughs> yeah. It's like teaching your grandma how to use an iPad. Yeah. Like, oh, fuck, I'm going to be here all day. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, for people who want to check you out, I know on TikTok you can be searched under uh, Fred and G, and then there's at uh, underscore Fred TV underscore, correct? That's correct. Where else, if anywhere else, uh, can people be directed to find you? That's pretty much it. Okay. Just that, just TikTok. <laughs> just TikTok. It may, it may get a little bit bigger. Um, I did try to start a page um, on uh, Instagram and then also on YouTube, but YouTube, I failed miserably. They blocked a lot of my videos and just oh, taken just because of copyright down. content. Yeah. You mean? Well, I was. <laughs> or is it because yes the puppet was no. jerking I, off I got a little sock. bit uh, too mouthy <laughs> in some of my videos, and I was using a lot of curse words. Oh. They just took it down. I, yeah, I tried talking and they're like, no, we don't want you to talk. You're not oh, allowed I, to swear on YouTube? I was just going to say that. When the heck did that happen? We haven't put much stuff on YouTube for a while, I guess. So, No, but I mean. I mean, well, I've, I mean, Patreon you video with people, Randy sitting there dropping F-bombs all over the place. And you can right? watch people play video games where they're like cussing at each other yeah. out constantly. Yeah, like, exactly. So what's the difference? Why is it different for you? I have no idea. I mean, it could be maybe I have like a feature set to where I'm like saying it's safe for kids when it's really not. Oh, I have no that's idea. Exactly I don't know what it is. is. Yeah. The YouTube section. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah turn that shit off. Yeah, <laughs> You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the copyright thing is a big issue. You get yeah. flagged for that all over oh, the place. Yeah, yeah, they don't play around with that. No. No, they really don't. And sometimes even if you have something that's fine to be on there, you have these like fake copyright claim people mm -hmm. that come through. Oh, it's just mm -hmm. a pain in the ass. It's not even worth it in my in my I mean for what we're doing, it's not worth it. For what you're doing, I think you need to be on there. But who who the hell am I? I'm no puppeteer. <laughs> hey, you know, someday I'll be able to like figure out how to actually get on there without being kicked off. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> We're rooting for you. Maybe get yep. Metallica to help you. I think they got some pool. Hell yeah. I know, right? <laughs> you know? Well, gee, thank you so much for being here. This has been a blast. Keep the puppets uh, coming. Keep perfecting your craft and doing what you're doing. But fuck it, a year in, if you've got Metallica's attention upon all those other bands, like, <laughs> like I think she's gonna like speed past anything we've got, you know. So <laughs> Keep it up. Fingers Keep it crossed. up. It's, it's awesome. But thank you so much for being here. Mm -hmm. Oh, thank you for having me. This was so much fun. Wonderful. Glad you had a great time. 
And with that, Jack, what do we have on the website? Go to candairpodcast.com where you can see the show. Listen to the show. Follow the show. Buy some merch of the show. Become a patron and listen to more of our show. And if you'd like to be a guest and promote your work, send us an email on our contacts page. That's it. And we're on Twitter at CandairPod and on Instagram at Can underscore Air. And uh, just like Jack was saying, CandairPodcast.com, two ways to support us, merch, Patreon. I'm not going to go into details this time around, people. I mean, fuck, you've heard me say it how many times. And I don't need to even explain what a merch page is. If, even if I hadn't explained <laughs> it, you know what a merch page is, right? Do you know, G? Oh, just say yes. Yes, <laughs> yes, I'll say yes. I See, know. she knows. Yeah, yeah, there you she go. She knows, so. <laughs> <laughs> so just go check it out. Once again, candarepodcast.com. And uh, once again, evergreenpodcast.com, the Evergreen Podcast Network. We're so happy to be a part of. They treat us pretty damn good over there. And uh, they're just great people, all around great people. They're awesome. Taking chances on canned air. Who else is <laughs> going through that? Come Nobody on. else did. <laughs> or would. Well, no, no, don't sell us too short. Don't sell us too short. They might, but we just well, we did nah, Wizard World for a little while, so oh yeah, they were, they were enough. Yeah, yeah, this is like the third network, so we've had people give us chances, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Third network, we were never fired from any of them, though. No, they just went belly up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, not because of us, no, though, yeah, obviously, of it had nothing to do with us, but. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for this week. So until next time, I am Jeremy Colley. And I'm Jack Doherty. And I'm G. Thanks so much for listening, everyone, and be excellent to each other. Whenever there's a fire in your house, be sure to get outside immediately. And once outside, get on CandarePodcast.com. Well, thanks for the tip, Blowtorch, but just one question. What about the fire? And no one is half the battle. G.I. Joe! This has been a Canned Air production. Hit Pass Moto, sponsored by Moto America, is the show that keeps you up to speed on the latest in motorcycling and brings the biggest names in motorcycle racing right to you. From candid interviews with the top names in racing to providing insights into the trends and trendsetters driving the motorcycle industry, we have you covered. New episodes are available every Thursday at pitpassmoto.com and on your favorite podcast app. Ride on!